Hey, this is Gail Nelson. This is the Game of Life. Welcome to the Game of Life. Happy New Year to everybody. Our first uh, show for the new calendar year 2019. I'm your host, Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami, and I am pleased to start out the brand new year with a brother that I met that I'm just so impressed with, Craig Skilling, lead faculty, sports entertainment, event management, Johnson & Wales University, North Miami campus. Happy New Year, Craig. Welcome to the show. Happy New Year, Gail. Thanks for having me. No, it's an absolute pleasure. One of the things that I want to say, but I guess typically I'm in like a polo and all that, but since <laughs> it's a wind chill factor of 52 yep, yep. in Miami, there's a snow emergency possibly. Yep. Uh, <laughs> anything under 70, people lose their mind yep. in Miami. But we're here. Let's, let's talk about, uh, as we start this new year, people talk about resolutions and the things they want to do. But I like taking things back yeah. as to where we came from. Yeah. Everybody has a context, personally and professionally. So, uh, Craig, tell us your story yeah. and what led you to where you are today. Oh, man. My story goes back to, you know, growing up in New York. You know, okay. that's where I'm originally from. Uh, I like to say, you know, New York, you know, pretty much raised me, but it also made me. And I'll tell you why. You know, I grew up in Long Island, New York, born in Queens, uh, moved to Miami. My parents transitioned over here, moved to Miami when I was in my teens. So I started high school over here. Okay. And... Miami's interesting, right? And I tell this to this day to my students, right? Don't get caught up in Miami. Mm -hmm. And it got to a period, I'm not going to take you on the long journey, but I'm going to give you the cliff note version. Okay. You know, the cliff note version. Fast forward to, you know, finishing school. I played high school basketball, had an opportunity to go ahead and um, probably continue playing basketball, skip school. I skipped school in my senior year. It was senior day. I skipped school, had a recruiter come from the school that I wanted to go to, missed it. The day you skipped. The day I skipped. Missed it. Light bulb goes off. Wow. Mm. That's tough. It was in the back of my head. That school was Florida State University. You got to figure this thing. You got to figure it out. You got to figure I'm 17. I'm a young kid. Still, you know, what am I going to do? I'm not 5'10". Is basketball really going to be what it is for me? So I had to figure it out. And it took me a little while to figure it out. Um, you know, I went to community college down here at Miami-Dade. Spent some time trying to figure that same thing out. Didn't play ball, though. Didn't go ahead and play ball. It was just more about... It was the 13th grade that you hear about. Mm -hmm. And you know what really helped me was I have a middle brother. A middle brother ended up going, getting accepted to the school that I thought I was going to, Florida State University. Pat Kennedy was the coach back then. Mm. And my younger brother, a few years younger, ended up going. And I think that also helped me. If he was here today, he would tell you, you know, they, they'd say all the time they look up to me. But that one moment, my middle brother really was, you know, instrumental in kind of lighten the fire under me and say, right. you know what, wow, you're going to the school where I skipped that day, could have been playing starting point guard or backup, whatever it may be. And um, I started to realize I wanted to be involved with sports in some shape or form. I wasn't going to play it, but I wanted to be involved. Absolutely. So I joined the sports management program. Now, this is, it, was, it wasn't what it is today and what we're doing with it today over at Johnson & Wales, but it, it's come a long way. I found the school, got into the school, was straight focused. It was about two and a half years of let's go. I know I'm getting in sports in some shape or form and uh, volunteered for everything, got involved with everything, come home in the spring, and I would work with the Miami Dolphins, thought that was great. Follow-up, key, passion, it was there for me. So school, that part was easy. It was getting away and having that college experience because Miami was pretty much that 13th grade, so I had to get away. Had an opportunity for an internship where the NBA came to recruit. Hmm. They told us they were only going to recruit 30 students in the whole nation. How are you going to go and get this internship 
one of 30? Can I make that opportunity? Florida State has over 20,000 students. How are you going to beat that and then beat the country? But uh, when you want something, you have that passion. I did my research. I put my mind to it. You know, gave a little bit of the charm to the individuals. There and, you go. And got the opportunity. So when I said New York made me, it's because I ended up having to move back to New York. Okay. Because I had to do my internship. And that was where it was like, wow. I just was there with my family uh, over the break. Got to take them back over, and my kids took them down to Madison Square Garden. Nice. And uh, I have a son, 11 and 10 now. That's beautiful. And my son, my oldest son, goes to me, hey, Poppy, I remember when I was five or six, and I didn't want to come here because he didn't want to come. We took him to New York on a vacation. He looked up. He said, I'm not going inside there. I said, why not? That's where Carmelo Anthony plays. I'm a Heat fan. This is my son at the time. He was only five <laughs> or six. So this time, I told him I got them tickets. We went to see a Rangers game. And he embraced it because he knew it was for me. I said, this part of the trip is for me. You guys did snow tubing. You did that. I want to go see the inside of Madison Square Garden. I haven't been here inside since 2001, back when I did my internship with the NBA. Mm -hmm. So that experience just opened my, opened my eyes, man. It opened my eyes. I spent years working um, with the NBA consulting, but I worked with the Miami Heat. I moved back because a young lady who was the girlfriend ended up turning into the fiance and then the wife. And uh, that brought me back down to stay in Miami. Worked with the Miami Heat for about five and a half years. And, uh, you know, like I tell my students all the time, it's not all about what you know. It's who you know and who knows you. So I made an impression on, on people along the way. And one particular young lady went to grad school with me, and she said, Craig, I need you to come over here and speak to a class. I went and spoke. It was at Johnson & Wales University. She said, this major is brand new. We don't have anybody. We need you over here. Would you want to adjunct or come and teach? I said... Sure, you know, but I'm trying to do something over here at the Heat. Let me see if that door closes first. And uh, I remember it like it was yesterday. That one year was a big year for me. I, was getting, I got married that same year. Mm. I bought my first house, and then it was a matter of this career change. What am I going to do? Am I going to switch? You, the basketball guy, the guy from New York, you're mm -hmm. out there, the party, you're doing it. You're going to be a professor. You're going to go teach? Or are you going to do this? And I said, it's the same thing that I was doing. The department that I worked in with the NBA was called Player Development guidance counselor for the athletes. You work with the athletes on their off-court initiatives. So I had to figure out in my head that I'm not really taking a step back by going into education. I'm actually doing something that's probably my calling. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes we don't all, we don't know that. And I still, I didn't know it completely. I know it today. Right. Back then it was like opportunity. I need stability, right? At that time, house, mortgage is coming. If the heat, Alonzo Mourning went down with a kidney disease, right. my job might what not be was secure. This? What year was this? This is 2004. So let's pause for a yes. second. 2004. Yes. And I love the context. You, yes. You've laid the foundation for what foundation. we're going to talk about yeah. today. Uh, raised in New York. Yes. Uh, come to Miami. A series of events. Yes. One decision, one day. Yes. One decision, one day. And yes. I want all our listeners to understand, mm -hmm. this Game of Life podcast is not a sports podcast per no. se. It's a mentoring podcast yes. because every one of us needs those coaches, that guidance. And yes. everybody makes a team in life, but how you play is up to you. Yes. You called a play on that particular day, it was a big and you play. were not on the Florida State team as a yeah. result. Yes. But, now watch this, 2004. Mm -hmm. We're now here we are, 2019. I got to get used to saying that too, Craig. 2019. Gail, that's crazy. It is. Time flies. But now in this age, mm -hmm. social media, Yeah. everybody wants to be relevant. Yes. Some people have a different quote unquote uh, outward facing image and social than they really are. Yes. They want to portray something that they may not be. Mm -hmm. How important in this age of social media relevance mm -hmm. is that professional and personal branding. You're the marketing yes. guy. Yes. You're the education yes. guy. 
So we're going to learn. We're going to teach our listeners something today. Yes. How important is personal yes. and professional branding and relevance in social media? So, so they're, they're complete. They're both important. They're, they're equally important. Mm-hmm. I, will say, I will say we have to debunk the whole relevancy, right? Mm-hmm. Do I need to be relevant? Because they don't understand the difference between being relevant and being professional. Come on. Right? So that's, that's where we have to start first. Students, you know, no matter, it's not even students thing, right? It's the young person coming in. My son is 11. I told you, he's asking me for an Instagram. You don't need an Instagram, son. Not right, right now. You don't need that right. right now. It's glorified. So when we understand that the power of social media is really that, it's the power. It's the power of you having an opportunity to be your own brand for doing whatever it is you want. We're utilizing this platform as a podcast. That's right. Right? So we have to understand and differentiate between those two. It's a difficult thing for some to understand, but once they embrace the fact that it's okay if you say, I'm not about this selfie life and I don't want to put this out there, but if you can at least understand that if you have a passion, you have the means to go ahead and utilize social media to get you to wherever it is that you want to go to. And some of them need to actually see that. And once they understand that it's not about tweeting and telling my friends, you could send that in a text message. When they understand that I can post an image, but I'm posting an image to let them know I was at a, at a concert and I like, this is my passion going to concert. And that's all you're going to see. They're building up their portfolio with attending music festivals or they're, they're the individual that's an athlete. And I'm showing the drills that I do, you know, everything that goes on behind the scenes to get me there. I'm doing the crossover and I have something that's new, a little different. I can use my platform because I'm teaching that younger kid or I'm teaching somebody else something that they didn't see. Mm -hmm. And I think more and more people are starting to understand it. And the ones that, you know, I'm a little anti-celebrity. I didn't like that word. And the word that I like is this word, influence, that you see written on my shirt. I see that. And then that's really what it is. And I, when I tell my students all the time, yourself included, Gail, my gentleman right here in front of us, everybody in this room, everybody's an influencer. No doubt. It's not about having thousands of followers over there. It's about what do you do to make a difference that is that's because somebody's looking up to you. And sometimes we don't even know who that person is. You never know who's looking. Never knew. Never know. I like that. And yeah. so as it relates to that personal brand, yes. professionally, same thing holds true. You're telling a story. Yes. And, and it's important. I'll tell you, some of my colleagues don't see it. And it's a fine line, right? Mm-hmm. Because when, when you get on here, Gail, you know, we're, we're connected on LinkedIn. You see, I, I love to use my LinkedIn. Yes. And I tell the students they need to use it as well. How am I doing on my LinkedIn? Is You're doing great. The content Good. is great. Keep posting the content. That's Good. what they say. But at the same time, Gail, what is our purpose? Do we have a purpose? Do we have a plan for this? Right? Or are we just organic and authentic? When you're organic and authentic, putting out original content by your own means, you're fine. If your goal is to gain more followers and to do X, Y, and Z, you have to be consistent. Yes. So for me, I'm okay. Uh, somebody told me the other day, I like Gary V. I don't know if you watch Gary V. He's good. Mm-hmm. He puts it out there uh, in his own right. Damon John, these guys, but they have a, they have a brand. They have a multi-million dollar brand that's out there. Right. On my, I'm okay with just putting things out when I need to, when I feel it's relevant, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm not looking. I, I'm okay if somebody's not following me and or if they miss it at that point. Now, granted, if I write the book, Gail, which I'm going to work on, and it comes out, you're going to see me more on there. You're no going to see me put together a strategy because that's what the platform allows us right, to do. Right. And that's how we have to kind of differentiate between the personal and the professional. I like on that. the professional side, yeah. Craig Skilling. Dropping knowledge today on the Game of Life, the yeah. mentoring podcast oh, where everybody man. makes a team. What How you play is up to you. That play, when you think about a team, you think about any our game plan in life. Yeah. What's your purpose? To whom, Who are you influencing? Yeah. We recognize who we never know who's watching. Never know. Let me, let's talk about, and this is where, from a big brother's big sister standpoint, we love feedback. Yes. And so we have a brand. 
the national brand, 114 years old. Amazing. We don't want to look our age. Yeah. Locally, 61 years yes. serving Miami. What do you know about the Big Brothers Big Sisters brand, and yes. how are we doing? So we're open to opening on this feedback. This is a live show. I'll tell you the the gentleman that's also um, that I know he's in this building himself, uh, DJ Irie. I spent a lot of time. Absolutely. You know, Shout, out to, Shout out to Irie. Shout out to Irie. No us. doubt. We're in this Everything's studio. Everything's connected, right? It's not even six degrees of separation. No doubt. This three, it's, it's right there. So but, you know Irie as well? I know Irie very no well. No doubt. Yeah, very well from our heat days and staying on. And uh, he's been instrumental in supporting us over at Johnson & Wales good, as well. Good, good. Um, but that's how I knew about, really, just his involvement, his role with Big Brothers Big Sisters. Even prior to him, I've always heard about it. But it, was, it wasn't until Irie that I actually knew the importance, and I, and I saw it. I saw it happening, attending the events, seeing where the support is going, the collaboration, even over, you know, over the last year or two when we really kind of connected. Absolutely. So I think you're doing an amazing job. I think that's something that's needed, and it's out there. And I think when you look at when you talk about mentoring, it happens, but I think you guys are taking the lead on it. Well, one of the things we want to do is go to another level. And yeah. I'm glad you brought up Irie because yeah. one of the things that's so important, we're in this studio. I'll say it throughout this calendar year. Yeah. I tell people all the time, it's about family. Now, you're a family guy. We're going to talk mm -hmm. about that a little later yes. on. I'm a family guy. Mm -hmm. But the Boogie Live studio where this podcast takes place Phenomenal. every single yeah. week is about Irie's family. This yes. is named after his mom, oh, man. whose nickname yes. was Boogie. So we're in a Boogie Live studio yes. passing on a legacy yes. of collaboration. And one of my quotes, I may have to get this trademarked, if you nope, will. Nope, you can help ahead. me with go that. Yeah. See, it's not about uh, competition. It's about collaboration. That's it. If nonprofits compete, quote unquote, mm -hmm. to help children, then we've missed the mark. That's not the spirit in which we want to increase and add value to our brand. Right. It's about collaboration. And yes. I cannot say the priceless collaboration between the Irie Foundation and Big Brothers Big Sisters continues to grow. Because we bring in, like you said, it's not even six degrees yeah. of separation. Yes. Mentoring is family. Yes. And on that note, we're going to take a short break. Okay. Here we are with Craig Steele. He's been dropping knowledge mm -hmm. from the beginning of the show. I got to take a break because I got to <laughs> absorb all this knowledge. The Happy New Year 2019 edition yes. of the Game of Life. Here we are back, segment two. We've really enjoyed our conversation with Craig Skilling, who is just dropping knowledge about branding. We're going to talk about messaging. We've been talking about mentoring as well. And speaking of mentoring, my first, uh, I won't say little brother because that would be a different context. Uh, but, you know, Gatorade, speaking of message, you got G2. I got G2 in the G2? studio. He pops by every now and then. Gail the second, how you doing, son? I'm doing well. Glad to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And so there's a connection. There's a it's connection not just father there. and son, but you know this young man as well. How do you know I, this young man? I, I know this young man. This young, this young man took a class of mine. He's one of my students over at Johnson & Wales. Yes, how sir. about that? How about that? So, Gail, what did you learn from uh, Pro Skills? Well, first off, uh, thank you for uh, teaching me last semester. Uh, being my sports entertainment and event management uh, professor, yes, uh, you pretty much taught me the uh, whole event aspect of an event. And an event really is an experience, and that's one thing that I learned from Pro Skills that mm -hmm. you have to, like you said, the six degrees of separation. Everyone knows someone, and so when you're at an event, uh, people you might not know know someone else. So it's all mutual. Mm -hmm. So uh, you have to cater to everyone. Uh, and having knowing the uh, different ways to cater to people, ancillary revenues, grassroots marketing, which is another form of marketing, face-to-face, -face, stuff like that kind of creates the whole event experience. So I appreciate you for teaching me that. Uh, Dropping knowledge. But hold on a second now, Pro Skills, before you respond. Uh-huh. He's kind of smooth on the microphone, too. No, he's smooth. He's smooth. Yeah, he had that before he came to your class, oh, yeah. brother, yes. just so you know. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. And I know where it came from. I know where it came from. Show you right. Show you right. So mentoring. Yes. 
And, and Gail, it's good having you here with us in the show today here on The Game of Life. But that's what it's all about. Yes. Mentoring transforms lives. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously, the mentoring aspect between my son and, and me. Mm -hmm. But who mentored you? And what did he or she teach you? Yes, yes. So this, this is interesting. So for me, I've been that rebel child, right? I, I told you how we started and how we got here. I didn't have one particular mentor that I can just tell you a name. I can tell you that I had parents like, you know, G2 has yourself yes. that, that are here with us right now that, that led by example. I remember as a little boy, my dad walking with a briefcase. I knew I was going to be involved with business from a young age. I saw him. That he believed that briefcase. He was dressed up going in a briefcase. You see me wearing a suit, right? It, it ended up happening. I really believe it started there. We came over here. My mom, right, before my dad had to sell our house up in New York, I was just here as a 14-year-old kid with my mom. My mom got me to do my first experience, an internship as a young kid, 15, 16, going downtown, responsibility, on a train with her to go work. And I did that for over the summer. I know she probably wanted to keep me out of trouble. Don't stay home. Get your butt right. over here. Right. But those experiences led to me being really somebody that wanted to take charge and take initiative. And then after that, Gail knows the story, Junior, um, over here, that I, I wanted to meet three people in my life. They all began with the letter M. Mm -hmm. I would tell the students all the time, try to guess after they hear my story and some of the background. So you're familiar. I'm involved with sports entertainment. And that's where it started. And, and the same era, three began with the letter M. And they're, they're within that sports realm. Who do you think three of those people would be? Hmm. If, you could, if you had to guess, try to guess. At in the sports one. realm? You in know, that realm. You know, MJ would be one. Michael no Jordan doubt. would be one. Michael Jordan would have been one. Give me another one. Let's see if you could do one You know, more. this is my show, so I ask all the questions. See, oh, you see, I just switched that on you. I no switched that on you. So you're in the game so, of life. <laughs> I got the first one. You give me the other two. skills. <laughs> Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali. Yes, sir. The greatest. Gail Jr., what was the last one? Do you remember? Don't. I Magic. Michael Michael Jackson. 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 Michael Jackson. When you said sports, that threw me off. But see, yes. MJ, I got actually two right sports there. Entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah. You sports entertainment. You did. Sports entertainment. So MJ. Yeah. And those and, and and it really went because those were the epitome for me. Michael Jackson, the dancing, growing up, yes. all of that, seeing that, right? And what he wanted to do. I'm gonna be involved in entertainment when I get older. It was there, Michael Jackson. Mm. Michael Jordan, obviously when I'm playing basketball, he was at the height of the game. So I got to actually work and meet with two of them. So I escorted Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, mm. greatest of all time, the GOAT, no, no longer with us. Atlanta, NBA All-Star, real early, walk him on the court, get to speak with him, get whatever you can get Incredible. in that moment. And it was a very surreal moment, right? Michael Jordan wasn't the same experience. There's a little bit difference to Michael Jordan, but I did it, and it was okay, so it was satisfied. After that, anybody else would have, would, would have never compared. That's right. So, so for me, in terms of mentor, I took that. I took those experiences and it was like the mantle was passed on. I just had to go do what I had to do. And then as I did that, but it started from the top, right? It started who brought me in the world. That's right. And then it started with me having the plan. I saw it, and then I went on. I wish I, wish I would have had somebody that I could have attached myself to to really help me during some of those struggle periods, right? right? To really help me understand the industry or what's going on. And I never really found that, but... But there were several of them, several people. I wouldn't call them mentors per Understood. se, but they were definitely influential. Absolutely. People that I can call today that I haven't spoke to in 10 years 
and they'll still pick up. That's a powerful message. Right? But a yeah. mentor, by definition, is a trusted friend and yes. counsel. Yes. I share that. So the counsel, the role modeling, yes. you had dad with the briefcase. Yes. Shout out to Mr. Pete Skilling. Did yes. I get that right? That's right. That's I, right. And certainly to Mrs. Skilling as well. Yes. I mean, I had a pleasure to meet him a short time ago. Yeah. And so, but they set that example for you, that they consistency, did. that persistence, yes. uh, and that briefcase, if we will. That's a yeah. powerful image. Yes. And so speaking, another M we let's mm-hmm. talk about. Mentoring is certainly what we do. That's our mm-hmm. foundation. Messaging. Yes. We live in a climate right now. I'm not getting into politics or anything mm-hmm. else today, but the reality is this. Technology, social media, we've lost the art of conversation. Yes. The beauty of this podcast, it's a beautiful platform. This thing's my baby mm-hmm. of just sitting down and talking to somebody. Yes. Allowing people to see it on social. And those that are listening mm-hmm. or viewing, put the phone down and talk to somebody right. every now and then. Mm-hmm. We met... And I was so uh, impressed with you. That's why you're sitting in a seat on my podcast right now. Likewise. That's no, powerful. Thank you. Yes. That's a powerful thing. Little did I know that then here's the connection that you're yes. teaching my son. You see you that? You could have messed up his head somewhere over at Johnson Wells, but you've made a positive impact on my son. So the messaging. So here's my question. Yes, go. Now that I've kind of given you the yeah. kind of a preempt, if you will, in such a polarizing climate where we can talk about and and people could be at odds over so many different things. Mm-hmm. How important is messaging? No, messaging is important. Messaging is beyond important. Uh, it's, it's all about who you are yes. and what you're portraying and what you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. Right? What is that energy that you're actually giving? And I think in, in today's day and age, not picking up the phone and having a conversation is going to hurt us. And then that's something that, that a lot don't, they don't understand this. And I'm talking about that younger group. Sending the text messages, things get lost in translation. Mm. The emails, things get lost in translation. Just the other day, I had a student. I said, just pick up the phone. And she she didn't want to pick up the the phone. She wants an internship in in L.A. I said, we're going to get you that internship in L.A. We're going to make it happen. I'm watching her even during my class because she's so worried about this. And she's emailing and she's sending out her resume to everybody. I said, Cynthia, take one second. I stopped. This was we were toward the end of of class. I said, Cynthia... I got my email. I said, this is Gina Francisca, whatever her name is. I'm going to call her. I haven't spoken to this lady in a while, but I'm going to call her, and I'm calling her for you. And they got to hear the conversation, put it on speaker, and I let the other individual, I let the other individual understand, you're on speaker. I have, I'm actually finishing up a class. Love to have you in as a guest speaker at some point, but I'm really calling because I have this young lady <laughs> who wants to do that. Yes, sir. And then she heard how the conversation went, and then the connection was made. In real time, let's get it done in real time. And I said, that's, this is it. We get too lost with, let me text, let me send this email, and I'm not really portraying who I am. You need to hear my voice. That's right. You need to hear my passion and who I am. So we, as much as we, we need to do that on the opposite side, even our social media and how we go ahead and carry ourselves, we have to watch. We have to watch, Gail, you and I even. What are we clicking like, especially exactly yourself right. in a corporate? No Somebody doubt. may come back and say, Gail was liking all of these things on this particular right. individual. So that means he supports the, their theories, right. right? Right. And we get caught up in that moment. It, it's tough to want to feel that way. It's but a powerful it's, message, it brother. It is. And the connection because, and again, speaking of mentoring and men, mm-hmm. speaking of mentoring and messaging, yes. all the M's. You started this M yeah. thing today yeah. on the Let's show. On it. But it's powerful. Uh, Gail, what do I talk about in terms of a brand, if you will? Well, you always taught us as a family that we are our own personal brand. Mm, so what yeah. you like, what you say, everything you do, your impact on social media has a big impact on how people view you and your uh, response to other people. No so, doubt about uh, it. Mean, That's mentoring. Yeah, it's, yeah. So mentoring never stops. And you, so know, you know, the first day I met this young fella and we're in class after everything <laughs> was done, shook my hand, just appreciated being there. 
I already knew. I already knew. I didn't have to do a lot of work on this one. Right. I just had to stay on him. But I'm going to find something. I told he could speak up a little more. There's opportunities for him to do yes. that. But he said, you remind me of your dad. I said, oh, man. And that was it. I had to meet you. That's all that right. had to happen because I knew that was a compliment for I, me. I still I remember. remember that. Me too. You, still, you remember that <laughs> yeah, day, I do. right? I do. And then in that same context, probably the next class, that was our first class. Yes. Now the second class, let me tell you this one. You don't know this one. So we're telling, I don't know what the example is. We're talking about events and planning an event. And um, I think, Gail Jr., you end up you know, mentioning that you were working on some type of tournament. Basketball tournament. A basketball three tournament. On three, yeah. I said, that's very interesting, young fella, because uh, you know, what you're telling me, everything is sounding very familiar. Um, and when is this taking place? And where is it going? I said, hold on a second. Would you happen to be working with a young fellow by the name of Tyrone? He said, um, he said, yeah. I said, no, no, that's the way too coincidental. Yeah, yeah. And, and how about a young lady named Janelle? <laughs> he said, oh yeah, yeah, that's his, that's his girlfriend. I said, that's my goddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> and it was right. And this is all in the first two class sessions. Yep. Message. That was it. Yes. You never know who's watching. You never yeah. know. We're influencing. You never know. And our final piece today, because this is the organic type conversation. Yeah. And keep in mind, for those listening to the Game of Life podcast, uh, keep in mind, we're not only on uh, the iTunes podcast, now we're okay. on Spotify as well. So this podcast will continue to increase our bandwidth yeah. and to influence. But this type of organic conversation was not scripted. No. You're knowledge-based. You're an influencer. Mm-hmm. As we mentor these young men and young ladies, uh, that's the reality of why we exist. Yes. Not only as human beings, but big brothers, big sisters of Miami, and big brothers, big sisters across this country. Mm-hmm. Women volunteer. Here's a stat. Yep. Women volunteer at a rate of three to one compared to men. I have a waiting list of boys, and here's the reality. Far too many boys, far too many boys of color, and I want to partner with you. I'm putting this out there right now. Mm-hmm. And we got a whole lot of witnesses, so yeah. you can't run yeah. now. You can run, but you can't <laughs> hide. Being filmed, I hear and no yeah. doubt about <laughs> it. Coming to you live yes. from the Boogie Live yes. Studio. We're going to change the game for not only the young ladies in in this in Miami and South Florida, yeah. but for these young men as well. Yes. Far too many young men that look like Craig Skilling, yeah. that look like Gail Nelson II, that look like Gail Nelson. Far too many mm-hmm. are in need of a mentor. Yes. Far too many have tremendous potential that needs to be ignited. It's already there. Yes. Our kids don't need to be fixed. You can't spell mentoring without spelling men. Yes. And so here's here's the challenge. Yes. Uh, I want to partner with you. We want to be intentional as it relates to helping with the messaging and the mm-hmm. branding mm-hmm. to recruit more men. What can you do to help us with that, brother? So I, I've, I've, I've thought about this. Good. And and this is something that, that even since we've met and, and hearing Gail talk about it and I think there's an opportunity to use sports entertainment right to really combine the two organically Good. Um, I think to understand why is there a disparity between the women and the men I, I think you gotta we can throw some things out there right we right the father figure the head of the household yes they're working they're doing this they're doing a, a b c and d and it's tough it's challenging just within your own household how do you take that out of your household and do it again but you know, what is it, reach one, teach one, yes. that type of deal. We always have to be ready for it. Sometimes we're mentoring and we don't even know, Gail. Absolutely. We're not even sure that we're doing I hear it years later. They'll come back and tell me. So if we're living lives of being authentic and genuine and leading by example, I think we're doing our job. We're just not understanding it. But if we, when we make it formal, it, it, becomes, it becomes a difficult, it becomes a challenge because I'll tell you, for me, I think this could be an issue for that young person as well. How do I go ahead and approach Gail? How do I approach Mr. Gail Sr. and just tell you, you know, Mr. Gail Nelson Sr., I, 
I'm looking for a mentor. Are you willing to do that for me? That's a tough conversation yes. that some of these young people have, right? But when they do have it and they bring that up to you, now we have a responsibility. I got to take you on my shoulders. But who are you? Who is that individual? Because I've had students that I tell them, I can lead you to the fountain, but I can't make you drink. Yes, sir. Can't mm-hmm. make you drink. It's up to them to be able to say, all right, I see what he's doing. I see what's going on here. And okay, he's going to do it. And then some of them, you give them these chances and they mess up. That's right. I don't give up on you because, you know, you're still a student. I want to see you there. But you might have you put yourself down on the totem pole, on to the next one, right? And you're going to come back. You're going to figure it out. Sometimes they need to figure it out by themselves. I think we have to understand and identify the groups. You know, the younger ones need us right now. I'm yes, watching my 11-year-old and my 10-year-old. Video games, right? They're on that. Can, is there a way for us to get them? We got to get them back outside. Mm-hmm. Keep them outside. Mm-hmm. We got to balance it. We gotta, this is something that my wife and I, we talk about, and we have to do it. But I also tell my wife that if they're on this, if any of them end up esports and gaming, that's something, that's something that they're doing. Sure. How can we make this formalized? Maybe there's camps, there's clinics that we bring these individuals in. Parents need to understand this. And then we do it that way versus everybody's, oh, that's not good. Get them off the video games. It's going to hurt them. That might be a talent you're taking away from that kid that we don't even know. I like so, your strategy because you what you're saying is tap into current interest, yes, which leads to tapping into their potential. Yes. Keyword, and you and, have you're on them. We're on them. We're there every day, and we frame it in such a way where the mentoring can. So if you're already interested in it, and we tap into your potential, yeah. it's more organic. Yes. Well, game on. Game on. So we talked about branding, mm-hmm. messaging, yes, mentoring, influencing, yes, and so it's only appropriate in the Boogie Live Studio. Yes. Here at the Irie Foundation, uh-huh. here at Big Brothers Big Sisters, we got to close out with MJ. Craig, thank you for being on the oh, show. G2, always a pleasure, brother. Oh, yes, nice sir. meeting you as well. Sir. Thank you for having me, guys. <laughs> Let's MJ oh, wow. take us home. That's it. <laughs> the game of life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Gonna make a change. For once in my life